We're in the middle of the list of people who would bring Bikurim, but not read the Mikra Bikurim, which are the Psukim of thanks, and the declaration that one has brought his Bikurim, which one would usually say together with bringing the Bikurim. And this Mishnah will give us a few more examples of people who would not read the Mikra Bikurim when bringing their Bikurim. And the main reason for all of these is something which we will learn in the next Mishnah, and that is that the Torah implies that as soon as somebody has designated fruit to be Bikurim, he now has to make sure, come what may, that those Bikurim are brought to the Beis HaMikdosh. Which means that if something happens to those Bikurim such that they cannot be brought to the Beis HaMikdosh, he is obligated to designate other fruit instead of those, and to bring the new ones up to the Beis HaMikdosh. Says the Mishnah, Hifrish Bikurov is somebody separated the Bikurim and he designated them, but before he got to the Beis HaMikdosh, Nivzizu if they were stolen from him in an open way, Nomaku if they rotted, Nignivu if they got stolen secretly, Ovdu if they were lost, Oshanitmu or if they became Tomei, all of these are reasons why he is not able to bring up the produce to the Beis HaMikdosh. It's forbidden to bring something Tomei into the Beis HaMikdosh, for example. Says the Mishnah, maybe Achirim Tachtehem, he has to bring other ones instead of them, the Enukurei, but he would not read the Mikra Bikurim when bringing those replacement Bikurim. And the reason for this is because when making the declaration in the Mikra Bikurim, he declares, I have brought the first of my fruit of the ground, which implies that only the first ones which ri- ripened, those are the ones which he's bringing as Bikurim. But since the fruit which he is now bringing were not the first ones, because the first ones were destroyed or they became Tomei, he no longer has them, so he's bringing ones which ripened later on, and only in order to replace the first ones, and therefore he cannot declare that he is bringing the first ripened fruit. Now because these are not the actual Bikurim, the punishment which usually applies to somebody who eats Bikurim unintentionally, namely that he has to pay back Keren Vachimesh, which is the value plus a quarter of the value, and a quarter is a fifth of one and a quarter, that's why it's called Keren Vachimesh. So in general, if somebody eats Bikurim unintentionally, for example, if he doesn't realize it's Bikurim, he would have to pay back Keren Vachimesh to a Kohen. However, since these are not the real Bikurim, they're not the first fruit, he's only bringing them because he had designated Bikurim and therefore he becomes obligated to bring fruit to the Beis HaMikdosh. But since they are not the original Bikurim, the Hashanian, the second replacement Bikurim, Elon Chayov Malayim Chaymesh, one would not be obligated to pay back Kerem Vachimesh to Kayanim if he eats those Bikurim unintentionally. Now, as you mentioned earlier, the reason why one has to replace these Bikurim with other fruit is because as soon as you have designated Bikurim, you need to make sure that come what may, you bring that or fruit to the Beis HaMikdash. You have obligated yourself in that. So we learn from there that if you have brought it to the Beis HaMikdash, and then something happens to them once you brought them to the Beis HaMikdash, even if you haven't yet done the whole process of the Bikurim, or you haven't given it to a Kohen, nevertheless, since you got to the Beis HaMikdash with the fruit, you do not need to bring other fruit instead of them. And therefore, Nitzmu Bazara. If the Bikurim became Tomei in the courtyard of the Beis HaMikdash, so since they're Tomei, you have to get rid of them quickly, so no fates, you should drop them onto the ground, and since, as we will learn later on, they are in a basket, you would basically just topple over the basket and throw the fruit out of the basket onto the ground. And as we said, you would not need to bring other Bikurim instead, since you fulfilled that obligation of bringing Bikurim to the Beis HaMikdash. And ends off the mission of the Enikore, you do not read the Mikro Bikurim, since even though you have technically fulfilled your obligation of Bikurim to bring them to the Beis HaMikdash, Mikdash. Nevertheless, the Mikro Bikurim, as we mentioned a few Mishnahis ago, can only be said in a state of Simcha. 
of happiness. It says, You'll rejoice over all of the goodness, and you'll say the Mikrobikurim, but since he is not rejoicing so much anymore, since he didn't quite manage to bring his Bikurim in a full way, and they became Tomei, so he would not read the Mikrobikurim. Mishnah Tess. The first half of this Mishnah explains the reason for the previous Mishnah. From where do we know that the person is obligated to replace them? He has full responsibility over the Bikurim at Yovila Harabayas until he actually brings them to the Temple Mount to where the Beit HaMikdosh stands. And although the Mishnah says Harabayas, which implies the mountain on which the Beit HaMikdosh stands, we saw in the previous Mishnah already that really it means the actual Beit HaMikdosh, and one does have full responsibility over his Bikurim until he brings them into the actual Beit HaMikdosh, the courtyard of the Beit HaMikdosh. So how do we know that? Chenem, as the Pesach says, reaches Bukriyad Moscha, the first of your fruit to ripen on your ground, Tovi Beis Hashem Elokecha, you shall bring to the house of Hashem your God. Malamed, that teaches us, Shulchayv B'achorusam, that he is obligated to replace them, he has full responsibility over them, at Yovi Harabayas, until he has brought them to Harabayas, or as we explained, the actual Beis Hamikdash. Now there was a discussion a few Mishnahis ago, about somebody who designated Bukurim, and then he sold his field. And there was a discussion as to whether the person who bought the field needs to bring Bikurim again from that field or not, and whether he would declare the Mikro Bikurim when he does so or not. And there was an argument over there, because the Posuk says in the declaration, that one of the things that he says is, Higadti Hayoim, I am telling, I am declaring today. So according to the Chachom in the Tanakama in that Mishnah, the word Hayoim today implies that he only can make one declaration. I'm declaring today, but not ever again. And therefore the buyer would not need to make a declaration again. However, according to Yehuda, the Posse says, Higadti Hayoim. I am declaring today, which implies that one individual cannot make two declarations, but if it's two different people, if it's the one who sold the field and then the person who bought the field, then the buyer would also make the declaration, since all that positive teaches is that one person does not make the declaration of Mikrobikurim more than once. And so now the mission will tell us a case where Rabbi Yehuda and Chachom agree, and that is when it's one person. If somebody brings Bikurim from one species to the Beis HaMikdosh, and he reads the Mikro Bikurim, and then he goes back to his field, and he brings Bikurim of another species. So even though it's a different type of fruit, nevertheless, since he has already made the de- declaration, and when he first made the declaration, he said, I am declaring today, we learn from there that again, for the next time, he cannot declare, he would not make the Mikro Bikurim again, since one time is the maximum per person. So this brings us to the end of the second list, which the Mishnah is giving in the first parak of people who bring Bikurim but do not read the Mikro Bikurim. And then the following Mishnah will come to the third list. We've listed the people who don't bring Bikurim, we've listed those who do but don't read the Mikro Bikurim, and in the following Mishnah we'll learn about those who do bring it, and they do also read the Mikro Bikurim. Mishnah Yud, the following people bring the Bikurim, and they also read the Mikro Bikurim. So we're going to begin with the time frame, and as we mentioned a few Mishnahis ago, anybody who brings Bikurim to the Beis HaMikdash from Shavuos until Sukkot, that is the harvesting season, so it's considered the time of rejoicing, and the Torah says that you should rejoice when you bring the Bikurim, and when you declare that you've brought the Bikurim, and therefore if you bring Bikurim during that season, you would also read the Mikro Bikurim. And this follows the opinion of the Tanakhama in that Mishnah, and not Rabbi Yehudah ben Beseira, because according to Rabbi Yehudah ben Beseira, even if you bring it until Chanukah, you would also read the Mikra Bikurim. 
continues the Mishnah, as we saw earlier, Meshivas Haminim, from brings Bikurim from the Shivas Haminim, the seven species by which the Eretz Yisrael is praised. And as we learned earlier, it has to be the best quality of the Shivas Haminim. So Mepeh Shebeharim, for example, from produce and fruit which grows in the mountains, Metamor Shebaamokim, or from dates which grow in the valleys. These dates were more sweet than most dates. Mepeh Shemen, and from olives which produce a lot of oil. And as we explained, only the best olives, those which keep the oil inside of them, even when it rains, for example. So those are considered the best, and therefore they can be bought as Bikurim. And the Mishnah adds that not only fruit which comes from Eretz Israel itself is obligated in Bikurim, and one who brings it would read the Mikra Bikurim as well, but even Me'eva HaYardin, if it comes from the east side of the Yardin River, the area of land just outside of Eretz Israel, which the tribes of Reuven God and half of Manasseh inherited and they lived there, so according to the Tanakhama, since this land was given to the Jewish people at the same time that the rest of the Jews inherited Eretz Israel, in fact slightly before, so it's considered to have been given to the Jews by Hashem in the same way as the rest of Eretz Israel was. And therefore you can declare and thank Hashem for the land which you swore to our forefathers to give us because it was given to the Jews together with Eretz Israel. On the other hand, Rabbi Yisaglili, Omer Rabbi Yisaglili says, Eimavim Bikurim Eva Hayardain. One does not even bring the Bikurim which come from Eva Hayardain, She'eino Eretz Zavas Cholavodvash, because it is not included in what the Torah says is a land flowing with milk and honey. And the Torah says that only fruit which comes from that land is obligated in Bikurim. And since that is only referring to Eretz Israel itself, so therefore, contrary to Galili, the Bikurim would not be bought from fruit which comes from Eir Hayardain. Mishnah Aleph, we learned a few Mishnahis ago that if somebody buys two trees from somebody else, according to the Tanakama over there, it's a doubt as to whether the understanding between the buyer and the seller was that the land which was directly beneath and just around the trees was being sold together with the trees, or whether he just sold him the trees. And because it's a doubt, you need to bring Bikurim from the trees out of doubt, in case you do own the land, but you would not say the Mikra Bikurim, in case you don't own the land, in which case it would be a bit like a lie to declare thanks to Hashem for the land if he didn't actually give it to you. But we see in Mishnah Yud Aleph now, Ilonis, the one who buys three trees for social Chavera within his friend's field, maybe the Kaire, even according to the Tanakama over there, he would bring Bikurim from these trees and read the Mikra Bikurim, because when one buys three trees, then it is automatically understood that part of the sale is the land directly beneath the trees and just around the trees. So since he owns the land as well, he can say the Mikrobikurim. But as we saw earlier on, Rabbi Meir says, even if he only sells him two trees, already then we are certain that he also sells him the land, and therefore he would read the Mikrobikurim even if he only bought two trees. Now if one were to buy one tree, then everyone agrees that you don't recite the Mikrobikurim. However, that's all when you don't specify whether you're buying land or not. But if you bought a tree and its land, meaning if you explicitly told the buyer, or if the buyer told the seller, if that was the arrangement between them, that he is buying the tree plus its land, so then certainly the land is sold to him, and therefore maybe the Kuri, he would bring the Bikurim from that tree, and read the Mikra Bikurim since he owns the land. The whole discussion is just when he does not explicitly say that he is buying the land. Now we learned at the beginning of this Perek that an Oris, who is somebody who rents and works a field, and at the end, once he's harvested everything, he gives the owner of the field a percentage of the crop, and a choicher is somebody who would give the owner a fixed amount of the crop, regardless of how much crop was produced that year. 
And we learned at the beginning of the Masechda that an Oris and a Chaycha would not need to bring the Kuhim from their produce, which they get, since it's not considered grown on their land, since the land belongs to somebody else, and they're just renting the land and working it. We're going to see now that according to Rabbi Yehuda, if the Oris or the Chaycha are permanent there, for example, if their father and their grandfather had been an Oris and a Chaycha in this field, and because of that, the owner of the field is not allowed to chuck them out, so they're the permanent Oris or the Chaycha in the field, in that situation, says Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Af bali Even somebody who is a permanent Oris or he would bring the Kurim and read the Mekur Bikurim, since in that situation he does sort of have a part ownership of the land. The owner can't chuck him out, and he works the land constantly, and he is considered a part owner, and therefore he does read the Mekur Bikurim, because he can declare that the land is his, and thank Hashem for that, because he does have rights in that land.